Today is Monday, June 20th, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spaulding, and these are the stories we're following today. New 4th Street Bridge Project details shared with NKY business leaders, reported on by Kenton Hornbeck. Kentucky State Representatives and a Kentucky Transportation Cabinet, KYTC official, were on hand at the Grand Banquet Hall in Covington on Thursday to talk to Northern Kentucky business leaders about the progress of the 4th Street Bridge Project and unveil some new details. Those details include tentative timelines, the new design process, and the estimated cost of the project. Representative Sal Santoro, Republican from Union, and Representative Buddy Wheatley, a Democrat from Covington, and Mike Beasold, Project Development and Design Branch Manager for KYTC, spoke on the matter at the Covington Business Council's June luncheon. The 4th Street Bridge Project is still in the design phase, Beasold said. For context, the project was first discussed by local leaders in 2008. There's $65 million set aside to fund the project, but Beasold says KYTC estimates the bridge could cost anywhere from $25 to $65 million. The new 4th Street Bridge will be multimodal, featuring lanes for pedestrians and cyclists as well as cars. In April, KYTC unveiled renderings for four of the proposed bridge designs. The Kentucky Heritage Council, KYTC, and local elected officials will be the decision makers on selecting the bridge design. Instead of using the traditional design process, KYTC is opting to use a progressive design build process. Choosing this way ensures the contractor building the new bridge would have input during the design phase, allowing the construction process to move more efficiently, Beasold said. Beasel said he expects KYTC to select the design-build team early in 2023 in the final sections of a bridge design by middle to late 2023. If everything goes smoothly, Beasel projects construction on the bridge could begin by late 2023. A Perfect Storm for Hunger in the Commonwealth, reported on by Caitlin Gebby. Twice a month, a line of cars nearly backs up to US-42 from Florence Christian Church as drivers receive care packages of food, no questions asked. The program started in 2019 and has grown exponentially since the pandemic, feeding more than 400 families a month as of May 2022. Food insecurities were exacerbated by COVID-19 cases, and aid from the federal government aimed to resolve the lack of resources with supplemental funding at schools and food banks. Now that funding, which Florence Christian Church uses to provide no-questions-asks food, is going away. Around half of what the church gives out is in prepackaged boxes of shelf-stable food, a perk from COVID-19 funding. Many of those boxes are disappearing in July. Slashes to SNAP, the end of federal waivers for free school lunches, and higher food costs means families and food banks are trying to attain the same items that now cost more without the income to make up the difference. Data from the United Way identifies the county-by-county breakdown of those living in poverty in a group they call ALICE, short for Asset Limited, Income Constrained, Employed. It's a measure of households that earn above the federal poverty line, FPL, but below the cost of affording the basics. Alice families are often just out of reach of qualifying for assistance programs that would alleviate financial hardship, but they don't make enough money to get ahead on bills or savings. 
In addition to renewing the federal waivers that allow for free school meals for all students, regardless of economic status, Sam Maloney and the team at the Greater Cincinnati Foundation propose expanding access to programs restricted by federal poverty guidelines. To learn more about ways local organizations are working to fight hunger, head over to linknky.com. Trump throws weight behind Daniel Cameron in gubernatorial race, reported on by Mark Payne. Former President Donald Trump threw his proverbial weight behind Attorney General Daniel Cameron by endorsing the Republican gubernatorial candidate 11 months before the primary election in May of 2023. A young star is born before our very eyes. His name is Daniel Cameron, wrote Trump in a statement. The Attorney General of the Great Commonwealth of Kentucky, and he has just announced he is running for governor. Earlier in the day, Cameron's campaign released an internal poll showing him with a commanding lead in the Republican primary with 37% of the vote from those polled. Agricultural Commissioner Ryan Quarles came in second with 7%. Representative Savannah Maddox, a Republican from Dry Ridge, at 6%. Auditor Mike Harmon at 3%. And former NKY attorney Eric Dieters and former UN Ambassador Kelly Kraft polling at 2%. Kraft never officially announced her campaign but many suspected the former Trump staffer would make the run for Kentucky's top seat. In the past, Trump endorsed Maddox, and when she announced her candidacy early in June, she told Link and KY that she wasn't sure what the former president would do, but he had endorsed her in the past. Cameron is no stranger to fighting with the current administration. Earlier this year, he filed a lawsuit against Governor Andy Beshear's administration for failing to implement House Bill 3, the omnibus abortion bill that passed during the 2022 legislative session. In May, Kentucky Democrats filed an ethics complaint against Cameron the day after he announced his run for governor. The endorsement from Trump could potentially change the makeup of the race, with Trump saying the Kentucky AG is tough on crime, strong on military and vets, a fierce defender of the border, and protects the Second Amendment. Link Streetscapes, Coffee and Pizza on Monmouth, reported on by Maria Heyman. Each week, Maria will be venturing out to a different part of NKY and spending a day doing whatever that street has to offer. To start, she decided to revisit some of her favorite places, starting in Newport on Monmouth Street, where she found coffee, pizza, and more coffee and pizza. Carabello Coffee, on the corner of 9th and Monmouth. Any trip to Newport isn't complete without grabbing your favorite beverage from Carabello. I stopped in here for a coffee date with a friend and was greeted by one of the friendliest baristas who made sure everyone felt welcome even though it was really busy. My friend and I sat in here for a few hours catching up, reading the little notes in Carabella's wall before heading out to our next stop. Baker's Table, 10th and Mama Street. I hadn't been to Baker's Table since before the pandemic, so I was really excited to be making a trip back here. The bakery received a ton of notoriety when they first opened, and for anyone who had been there, it was obvious why. The food, service, and atmosphere were all top-notch, so I was very eager to visit again. They offer all their delicious baked goods in a building across the street, the Baker's Table Bakery. I opted to try here instead to see how it would differ from the original Baker's Table. I was just as happy with the 2.0 version as I was the original, and the good news is they both exist so you can choose whichever you please. Newport Pizza Company, 6th and Monmouth. Since I was on a pizza and coffee kick, I decided to check out Newport Pizza. It's another place I had visited years ago, remembering how much I loved it so I didn't want to leave without stopping in. 
The Cincinnatus lives rent-free in my head, and I'm not much of a meat-eater, but Cincinnati Chili and Geta have an exception because they are just too good not to eat. The Cincinnatus is a pizza with cream cheese, chili, and cheese. It's every person's post-night-out pizza dream. Press, 4th and Monmouth. Regardless of what time of day you visit, you'll see a menu with plenty of options for both breakfast and lunch. Their bowls are what I order nearly every time I go. You can choose from either tater tots or a rice and quinoa mixture as the base. Tater tots, I mean, come on, this is genius. Monmouth has so many options, but these pizza and coffee spots are some of the best in the area. And those are the headlines we're following for Monday, June 20th, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast and all Link NKY podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and LinkNKY.com. Feel free to subscribe and tell a friend. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening in Northern Kentucky, visit LinkNKY.com.